less perfection, and more connection. That's the motto for our guest today. And this might be my new favorite saying. I'm sure that with the shifts and being able to have guests over, some of you may be considering or already planning to host this holiday season or in the coming months. Our fabulous guest focuses on the joy of hosting and making sure the perfection doesn't distract from making the most of your gathering and the reason you put together the party in the first place. On today's episode, we get some great tips and tricks. It's a very valuable conversation, and I hope you stick around to enjoy. Welcome to The Grit Show, Growth on Purpose. I'm your host, Shauna Rodriguez, and I'm happy to be here with you as your guide for all of us growing together as seekers and thrivers. Today's guest is the founder of Joyful Hostess, and entertaining is in her blood. Mara grew up in a family that hosted everything, from big holiday gatherings to impromptu Sunday dinners, a lively cocktail party, and she loved every second of it. She's carried on those traditions with her own family because she believes inviting people to gather is an act of love. Joyful Hostess is on a mission to teach women to let go perfection and bring out their own inner joyful hostess. Mara does this work to put more love and joy into the world because when women feel good and confident about hosting more gatherings, that means more celebrations, more bringing people together, and ultimately more joy. Support them on their journey, she's created lots of resources to make it easy. From books to digital done-for-you party kits, an online Joyful Hosts Academy, and more. We will get to learn more about her YouTube channel and blog with recipes, tips, and ideas. We'll get to all of that as we talk to her today. Thank you so much for joining us, Mara. I'm glad you're here. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. I know. It's perfect timing. With the holidays coming up, we get yep. to get all these great tips and tricks. So <laughs> yeah. I want to learn more about your journey to become a joyful hostess yourself, because this hasn't been what you've done your whole life. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey to this? Sure. Yeah, you're right. It hasn't really been my job, so to speak. I grew up, like you said in the intro, you know, my family hosted a lot. I loved hosting. And then for work, I got into financial services. I was there for like 20 years and I loved working with clients, but my favorite stuff was connecting with them. It was, mm -hmm. you know, we would throw corporate events and corporate parties, like that kind of stuff. Like I really, really loved that. Then, you know, like everyone, the pandemic hit and sometimes that was a blessing because you had a chance to kind of reevaluate and decide what you want to do from here on out. Mm -hmm. Like, is this something I want to continue doing? And yeah, so I looked like really hard at that and I made the decision to sell my business and start Joyful Hostess. And it has been a wild ride, Shauna, let me tell you, but uh -huh. it's been one that has been fun and heartbreaking and enjoyable. I've learned so much. I don't think I would have changed that decision, at least not at this point. Yes. I think you got to go with it. That is so amazing. I love this whole concept of bringing more joy and less perfection into hostessing. Exactly. Yeah. So with doing this, what was the first thing that you started with? Was it doing the YouTube channel or was it with doing just like tips and tricks for people with your blog or where did you start? Oh God, I started with an Instagram channel just because that was oh. easy to just upload, you know, photos and that kind of thing. <laughs> and then I figured out, we were talking about technology before we started, right? Figured out like how to do a website. And then that way I could kind of have a catalog of recipes that people could go to and search through some easy cocktails and easy desserts and that kind of stuff. 
And and then from there, I started, people kept saying like, you should start a YouTube channel. But I'll be honest, I was scared. I was really, yeah. really scared to start a YouTube channel. And then one day I just decided, like, I don't want to swear, but like, F it. Like, I'm just going to do it. I don't care. I'm just going to do it. And I did it. And I was sharing cocktails every Friday, just like easy cocktails that you can make as a hostess. And then things started to happen from there, right? Brands are reaching out and like the channel was starting to grow. My Instagram was starting to grow. So yeah, it just kind of evolved from there. That's so exciting. And I think yeah. it's incredible because during the pandemic, I think we were all dreaming of hostessing and hosting. <laughs> yeah, we, were. we were. All of a sudden we realized how much we missed it. Like, yeah, I really missed it. Like I said to my husband, I go, you know, I don't think we've, had any home projects finished because we were hosting something, right? Like, yeah, we haven't really done that because we haven't had people over, right? Yeah. So, no, we, we had soup it. nights or something that me and my friends had done. And we had a soup night literally three weeks before the pandemic hit. And everyone's like, that was the last party I went to. <laughs> like, I haven't done this in two or three years. And so it's funny, like how far we've gotten away from doing that. It like got wistful for back in the day when we used yes. to get together. So yes. this is the first holiday season for a lot of people that they're actually having gatherings. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Do you have tips to starting to look at that? What are your thoughts for people that are trying yeah. to get back into that zone of celebrating and gathering again? Yeah, I would say, I mean, you don't have to start with like the big show, whether that's, mm-hmm. you know, Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, like whatever it is, you don't have to start with a big show. I mean, it's easy enough to just start by inviting people to over for dinner, right? Yes. Like just have people over for dinner, just make it casual or brunch or whatever that, whatever kind of celebration you want to have. And I would also say that to get back into it or to ease back into it, and I talk about this a lot, is make it easy on yourself. You don't have to make everything from scratch. I think a lot of people kind of get caught up in you know, you're seeing things on Pinterest or YouTube or whatever, and you feel like you have to make all this elaborate stuff yourself. Like that's the only way mm-hmm. when you're hosting and you don't. So you can totally outsource that. You can go to your favorite restaurant, right? Support local business, get takeout, bring it home, put it on platters and invite people over. Cause I guarantee you, your guests aren't like, they're not going to care. They're really not going to mm-hmm. care that you ordered takeout versus doing it all yourself. Yeah. Right. So yeah. give yourself a break. Start that way. Maybe start with something small and start you can outsource if not the whole dinner, then maybe just dessert. Don't worry about doing the desserts or the appetizers. Yes. And focus on one thing. I think that's probably the problem. I see people trying to do baby showers or bridal parties or whatever else. And they're trying to do everything yes. interest worthy and yeah. everything they've seen is they're like, why don't you focus on like one really cool diaper cake or one really cool appetizer or one really cool design and not like keep yourself up for three days straight trying to make everything perfect. Oh my gosh, you're so right about that. We were actually just talking about this, that when it comes to decor, especially with the holidays coming, Mm -hmm. people get all caught up and every inch of the house has to be decorated and it actually doesn't. So one of my tips when you're hosting is like you said, just focus on a couple of key areas. Like think about where your guests are going to be spending the time mm-hmm. and then focus on decorating those areas. So if you're hosting like Christmas dinner, let's say, focus on making the table or the dining room beautiful, right? If you're having mm-hmm. people over for a movie night, then focus on the living room and your Christmas tree and the twinkle lights, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't you don't have to make every inch decorated. Yes, yeah. yes. Keep it manageable. It's the joyful. Bring the joy back into it. That's right. That's right. And our motto, like at Joyful Hostess, is 
it's less, our motto is less perfection and more connection. So letting, isn't that good? I feel like when we get all cut up in things being perfect, you kind of miss the point of Mm -hmm. what you're, of what it is. So, and I find even myself, I get guilty of that too, right? Getting caught up in like, oh my gosh, like, you know, the perfect table setting or whatever. And when I think about what stresses me out, it's because I'm so focused on the perfection piece mm-hmm. and not focused on just the connection and the people that are coming over and spending that time together. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Like I talk about outcomes-based communication. So I'm going to have hard conversations. Like what is the thing I want to get out of it and focus on what I want to get out of it. And so now we need to have outcomes-based parties. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to get out of this party. I want to get out of like connection. I want to have time with the people I love and care about. And that's what really matters. And so that's what's important. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yes, I just came back from a trip to the East Coast. I was gone for a few weeks. And while I was out there, I had, they threw me a a bridal party, a bridal, sh- it was kind of, it wasn't really, it was like a combination of a, a shower bachelorette thing, but it was kind of just gathering with friends at a friend's oh, house. Fun. It was yeah. lovely. It was lovely. Yeah. And it was great because they really did. The focus was just on us spending time together. And it was amazing because we were there for four hours in a blink, which I wouldn't mm-hmm. have thought it would have been four hours, but we didn't play games. We they didn't do, we, there was food that was lovely and simple. And there was yep. a theme to the gifts because I'm, because I'm an author, I'm a writer and I love books. So everyone gave me a copy of their favorite book was what the, or the hostess, isn't that lovely? That's a great idea. So, yeah, the hostess That's came up with that. Idea. She did a beautiful job. So props, yeah. Carolyn, you're getting props for this. So she <laughs> came up with that idea. Everyone gave me a copy of their favorite book to read. And it was so small and intimate and we were just able to catch up. And especially because I hadn't been back East in like three years because of the pandemic. So I hadn't seen everybody in a few years and they hadn't seen each other in a few years. And so it really was just like catching up and connecting. And I really wonder for everyone having gatherings after not for a few years, like less is more. We didn't need to have things planned because just catching up and connecting took up the entire party, really. There wasn't room. If we would have tried to have games or tried to have other things, there wouldn't have been space for that. And more people, there wasn't space for more people because it was a small gathering. There's like, eight to 10 of us was all there was really space for, for all the kitchen up. So oh my small goodness. is better and oh. simple is better right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you want to do elaborate, go ahead. But I feel those events that stick out in your mind, those special mm-hmm. memories are the ones where you're really connected with the people who are there. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody's going to remember what your color scheme was for your Christmas party or what, you know, appetizers you serve, unless they're like spectacular, but People are just going to remember the time together. That's what they're going to remember. And the feeling, right? The feeling. Yes, 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 yes. And there was lots of little thoughtful things too. So you can do the thoughtful things. But I think doing like the one or two things that stand out, right? Yeah. Are the things that you could put your your time into. Like the one, although she did do, she did do this wonderful apple cider, spiked apple cider bar where you could spike it and put like she even had like nuts and she had like whipped cream and stuff to go in it oh yeah she had that she had like her little like special station for things too so there's like one special thing that like yeah stood out instead of trying to do 10 special things to stand out so yeah yes no that's wonderful it's great and I think that and that's a lot of having the supports from something like you and even like your done for you party kits. Tell me like what those are, because I'm sure those are helpful for people that feel overwhelmed with trying to plan parties too. Yeah. So these done for you party kits are basically, you can instantly download right now. I've got a wine tasting because, you know, with, I mean, that's anytime, right? To have a wine tasting party, 
Yeah. And it gives you everything from the invitation. If you want to send out the invitation, it gives you the wine tasting mats. It gives you printable signs that you can put up to decorate with. Uh-huh. So it's really one of those things where all you have to do is invite people over and obviously get your wine. And I've got everything for you. The tags, the judging sheets, the placemats, like it's all there. Oh, my fun. goal with those, whether it's the wine tasting one or the rosé, I even have a hot coffee bar or hot beverage station, uh-huh. is that let's just make it easy. And then you can just one click, download it, print it, and you're done. You're like ready to go. Oh, that's brilliant. And that's yeah. fun. Like the wine tasting, I've done that before. And you just have somebody, everybody bring a bottle of wine. So yeah. You don't yeah. even have to do the wine. That's right. We did that this summer and it was so nice. Like it actually introduced us to wines that we wouldn't have normally tried. Mm -hmm. Right. Because then people were like, oh, and I made the suggestion, like, let's focus on like white wines. And people brought some really lovely wines. And I'm like, I never in a million years would have picked this up off the liquor store shelf because I didn't like the label. (laughs) The wine was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. That's a great idea. So if someone's like going, oh, it's already the middle of December. I wanted to get together with my friends. You can just download that kit and have yourself a nice little gathering with your friends to have a little wine tasting party. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. I love it. And nice and easy. Easy is good. Easy is good. Easy is good. good. That's (laughs) wonderful. So what has been your favorite part of running your business and having the Joyful Hostess? Oh, man. I There's been so much. I think the opportunity to meet other people like you, Shauna, I think in my previous role, because you're meeting clients and it was Mm -hmm. just more localized, right? Obviously. Mm -hmm. But now I'm meeting people from everywhere and connecting with other business owners, connecting with other women. And I think that's the power of connecting online and building a business online is that there's no barriers to that. And the nice thing about it is there's also, I'm also moved into a business now where there's not a whole lot of regulation around what you can do and say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like with the advertising and stuff, we had to be very careful around the wording and the phrasing. And now I can build a business that feels more me and I have the creative freedom. That's the word I'm looking for. The creative freedom to build a business how I want. That's so exciting. You get to be more authentic and channel the things you're excited about too. That is so wonderful. Exactly. The joy into people's homes. I love it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love knowing that maybe in some way I'm part of somebody's celebration. Yeah. Or just get helping somebody get confident. Like I had a young uh, woman reach out to me and say, you know, from watching your, like your YouTubes, I was really scared about having my family over. And she said she had just had her family over for dinner and she was like ecstatic about it. And it was just like one of those things where I'm like, yes, that's what this is about. Just showing you, you can do it. And it doesn't have to be hard. (laughs) And think about what that will do for you later on. Yeah. Yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And looking forward to, cause we have New Year's. I'm my sweetheart. He's not, my fiance's not big on New Year's, but I was always big on New Year's and doing things for New Year's Eve and stuff like that. Is that yeah. big? So, so Mara's from Canada. So I get to ask her Canadian questions. So <laughs> is New Year's big in Canada? <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Actually this year I'm helping a friend of mine. She wants to plan a New Year's Eve party. She's got a new home and we're doing a great Gatsby themed Oh, fun. Oh, well, that'd be fun. I can't be so post fun. all about that and, just, you know, share like the tips and what we're doing for that great Gatsby New Year's Eve. It's going to be super oh. fun. Yeah. 
theme parties. I mean, yes. those, those are work, but those are totally yes. worth it. Those are so much fun. Yeah, we wanted it to be over the top because like you said, we've had like two years, almost three years of not being able to do anything. So this year we're like, what is more over the top than Great Gatsby? Gatsby, like, come on. I mean, this is 20s. We're going back to the 20s because it's 2022. So exactly. we're going back to the 20s. That makes yeah. perfect sense to me. Yeah, That sounds yeah. like so much fun. That's yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's going to be fun. So I do have a tip I wanted to share about. And it just reminded me like with New Year's Eve, I talk about how music can actually lend more ambiance to your party, right? Uh-huh. Like, so it can, it can help further a theme. And so the, here's a really great idea. If you create a Spotify playlist, mm-hmm. then you have your guests contribute music, like add to the list. Then during your party, all you have to do is play your like Shauna's like New Year's Eve party mix and everybody gets to hear their favorite song at some point. And I think guests like being able to contribute to the party in that way. And the second thing I like is that even after the party is over, you kind of have this memory of your party, right? Because now everybody has yeah. that playlist. Nothing. Isn't that a cool idea? I like that idea. We're going to do okay. that for your team. Okay, so I'm totally taking it to a whole different level. So I'm getting married in May. Obviously, you're talking about my my little party in in Boston. And so when I was in New England and I've been building my dancing list for my oh, wedding yeah. for some time. And we were like previewing it when I was out in Boston. And like, we were like late coming into my party because there was three of us in one car and then two more <laughs> people showed up out in the, in the outside listening to the dancing list and adding to the dance list. Yeah. So that's awesome. So I should start doing the Shauna Roby's dance list for the wedding. Like I should start working on that list now. But do you have people just email you, you just add the list or is there a way to make it public and they can add it? Or how do you do that? Yeah, you just make a list in Spotify and then you can share it. That's awesome. You can share the list and then guests can just go find Shauna's, they'll find the link to your list and then they can just add their song. They don't have to email you. You don't have to do any of that. They can just do it. Nice, nice. Yeah. And yeah. if you add bad songs, I will veto them. I mean, I will welcome any <laughs> contributions. <laughs> And there's only so many times you can hear who let the dogs out. I'm telling every younger child that's coming to my wedding that that's right. Time. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yes. You get you, know, you get the ultimate veto power over that. Yes, ultimate veto power. But yeah, yeah, no, there's some good songs out there, but that's so much fun that that's an easy way to do it. Just make it public and have people be able to add in yeah. as they see fit. That's so yeah. brilliant. Mara, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Make it easy. I like make it, it easy. The other idea, I had a couple here. The other idea, I talked a little bit about this, but outsourcing, right? So outsourcing doesn't have to be hiring somebody, right? It doesn't have to be hiring the party planner or, you know, a chef to make something. Outsourcing can just be asking friends and family. So don't be afraid of hosting a potluck or asking somebody to just, could you just bring an appetizer? Like that would be super helpful. And outsourcing also is asking the people in your house who live with you. Like I have, you know, kids and a husband. So when you're hosting, it doesn't just have to be you mm-hmm. getting the house ready and getting everything ready. So make sure you ask for help because it can be a big job mm-hmm. and nobody wants to feel frazzled and feel drained when guests like ring that doorbell, right? Yes. So that's a way that you can kind of protect your energy, focus on what matters and, you know, outsource what you can. Yes. We are okay to do that. We've had the tradition with the kid that gets assigned to take drink orders every 
Thanksgiving or Christmas at our house, there was always a kid that's assigned to take drink orders and be in charge of drink orders. So give those sure. kids jobs, find jobs that are 100%. appropriate. But you know, my kids always help set the table. There you go. And so that was something. Oh, here's another tip. Setting the table the night before. That is going to save you. The day of, there's like enough to do. And I don't care what the party is, whether it's like <laughs> yes. Christmas or your birthday or whatever. You're always running out of time and you haven't done yeah. your dinner yet. And guests are going to be here. So setting the table the night before does a couple of things. Highlights really quickly, like what you're missing. You're like, oh, crap, I don't have enough wine glasses or, yes. right? I don't have enough cutlery. But having the kids help with that, they feel like they contributed Mm-hmm. And then they're like, it's kind of like a source of like pride. Like they set the table, right? For everybody. Yes. So, and it's one less thing you have to do. Yes. Yeah. It's skills to have in life too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you have something else for us? I like these tips. Oh, setting up your bar area or your appetizer area away from where you have everything else set up. So, I don't like to put the bar and the food like kind of in the same area because what happens is people tend to like just hang out there (laughs) and then you can't get around. I don't know about you, but I feel like the kitchen island, everybody I talk to like kitchen island or the kitchen table, like everybody tends to hang out there. But if that's where you put all the food and drink, of course, that's where they're going to hang out and people become kind of cemented in their spots instead of like mingling with other people. So one of the tricks is just to kind of like kind of sprinkle stuff throughout and keep it separate so that yes, forces indeed. people to get up move move There's movement going move plus it also helps sometimes you get cornered by somebody at a party and it gives you an opportunity to be like i'm just gonna go refresh my drink like i'll <laughs> yeah like, i gotta go this way exit. yeah this way this way yeah, yeah. keep on moving that way that's yes lanes of traffic have different lanes yes <laughs> those are good tips to have yeah. And so you have your YouTube channel and your blog and your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Do you do stuff on your YouTube channel and your Instagram that are similar or do you usually do different material on those things? There's usually different stuff. Nice. YouTube, because it's like longer form, I get to like do a little bit more. Instagram will be kind of your quick tips or just the recipe, whereas YouTube, you can get a little bit more into it. Nice. And then yeah. you also, you've launched a course. You'll be launching it again in January. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? So that's helping to bring the less perfection and more joy into hostessing for folks if they're interested, right? Yeah. So the Joyful Hostess Academy is basically all of my years of hosting. I poured it all into this course <laughs> so that by the end of the course, the idea was I wanted to help people let go of perfection, kick that party planning overwhelm out the door and instead become more confident in their hosting because when they're more confident, they will have more people over, which Mm -hmm. lends to like more joy and spreading the love Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. So we talk about everything from understanding your own personal hosting style to practical tips, timelines, guides, checklists. We get into all of it. We even get Mm -hmm. into like last night, we got into some sticky hosting situations, you know, like guests that maybe are intoxicated or overserved. Like, how do you deal with those? Like, so these are the kinds of things that come up in that course that we oh, nice. talk about. And then at the end, you know, the idea is that you're going to be confident and ready to host your party. Nice. And do people need to join it? So again, it would be open up again yeah. in more the spring, but for people's or January-ish. 
for people doing that? Is it more an intent like they have a party in mind that they're working, like they know they're going to be doing a baby shower, they know they're going to be having people over for Easter? Or is it more uh, if you just want to learn about hosting and getting more comfortable, you should join? Is it or both or kind of who's your audience for that? Yeah. So I'm finding that the audience is kind of both. Okay. So for instance, I have a couple of people because Christmas is coming up, uh, right? So they are hosting. So they want to just like make their lives easier. So they join. But then I also have people who are just new to hosting, right? Like their first place, their first home. Yeah. This is not something that maybe their parents did and you're not really yeah. taught this anywhere, but you want to do it. So where do I learn this all in one spot instead of having to kind of piecemeal and watch mm-hmm. YouTube videos like here and there, it's all like in one for you. Oh, nice. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That is, that's yeah. a great gift for somebody who's got their first home or whatever else to be able yeah. to. Yeah. That's a great idea for a gift. That's perfect. Yeah. That is good. I don't know why I didn't think of that. That is a good idea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. People need those skills. And for people that doesn't come naturally, that's definitely something to have those tips and tricks to not be overwhelmed. So it's actually a wonderful experience. They want to do it again. Because they- yeah. Actually yeah. got to enjoy it. Very important. Yeah. Very yes. important. That's wonderful. And so right now people can get on the wait list for that and then they'll find out when it opens up, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So right now, if you head to the website, you can join the wait list and then you'll be like the first to know when we open the doors for 2023, which will be the early part of 2023. So nice. All the spring stuff, spring entertaining, outdoor entertaining. We see a lot more of bridal showers, baby showers, will you be my bridesmaid parties, like all that kind of stuff. Oh, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're back back to entertaining. We're back to entertaining. Yes, Yes. we are. And I wrote it. Yeah. And for people who just want to be back to entertaining and like, wait, I haven't done this. How do I do this again? (laughs) You you can take a course. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) She's back ready for it. That's wonderful. This has been so great. I think it's been helpful for people to get them back in gear. And I think that following you on Instagram is also going to be exciting, especially for that Gatsby party. I can't wait to see pictures from that. Yeah, me neither. I'm already like sourcing some stuff for it. Oh, I can't wait. That's so awesome. And I need to ask you this because I was wondering this with somebody recently. So I am intrigued by the fact that Thanksgiving is in October in Canada and late November in the U.S. And it actually makes more sense to me that it's in October and in Canada because that's more aligned with the harvest. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> no. And and again, like in the U.S., like we're told a story that it connects kind of with a dinner that happened. And there's very mixed things in the U.S. around Thanksgiving and, and our relationship with indigenous peoples and having that. Yes, but I'm curious, true. like, so is is it kind of related back to a specific origin? Do you know? Like, does it come from a specific meal or origin in Canada? Or is it just a general gratitude for harvest? And where are the origins in Canada? Do you know? Yeah, I don't know. But I do know, like, I've at least this is what I've heard the whole time growing up, that ours is in October because in Canada, because of the temperature, our harvest was <laughs> earlier than uh-huh. it was in the U.S. So as far as I know, like, that's kind of the story that I've been told. Yeah, I don't know any more than that. Other than I like it in October. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like in November, uh, maybe you can tell me, like, does it feel rushed going from like Thanksgiving and then into Christmas? Right? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's like a landslide. Like you do a landslide right into <laughs> Christmas. And it's funny because it's not related to our, like we have harvest festival in September and October. Like our harvest yeah. festivals are so unattached to Thanksgiving. And then 
at least my grade school memories of why Thanksgiving is in November was because it was more related to not having food and the dinners that were then given with indigenous peoples. And that okay, that connection was more why it was in November because it was related to the cold setting in and not having resources and coming together with resources. And that was kind of the reasoning behind it being in November. Was kind of the reasoning behind it was those original dinners and coming together. And so that was why it was in November. But it is something that's even in college, I remember like we had Thanksgiving and then two weeks later got out for, you know, Christmas break as it was like Mm -hmm. always like just a weird time, you know, when we had it. So Mm -hmm. I can't imagine it differently because now I've done this my entire life. Yeah. But October's, oh, as soon as I learned, I think it was in my 20s when I learned it was in October in Canada. I'm like, that makes sense. (laughs) And is it a set day or is it, I feel like it's like October 10th or 12th or somewhere in that range. Is it? Yeah, it's usually the, oh, see, I'm going to probably get this wrong. Second (laughs) Monday of October. Second or third or something like that. I thought it was like, it was like, I thought it was, yeah, that's what I thought it was like actually at the beginning of the week at ours is on a Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. No, October, I mean, October. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Out of all the holidays, I love Thanksgiving because I feel like it's the same family tradition connection that you get at Christmas, like that coziness (laughs) without the pressure of Christmas and gifts and like all that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I completely agree with you. I also love Fourth of July and fireworks, and I also love dressing <laughs> up for Halloween. So I get, and I love New Year's because I just love celebrating yes. and fireworks and like yeah. you know dancing the night away. So I am like an equal opportunity. Invite me to any holiday. I love them all. <laughs> I'm so with I you. I'm with you. I love them all, but I have to say Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. is my favorite. Yeah. Yes. I think yeah. if I pulled what when I was younger, I think Thanksgiving would be the one that I would have named as my my favorite one also. And then I spent enough of them away from home with other families and also enjoyed that but it had less of that like yeah family connection as I got uh, older too but yeah that used to be when I was younger that was always my favorite one and I used to love lemon meringue pie and that was the only time where I got it <laughs> really yes meringue pie for Thanksgiving that's interesting isn't that funny and it was yeah. funny with my family so my family is we have a big I had four siblings and so there were six of us in our family and we didn't have biological family that's close to us. And there was this family in the church that I grew up in that invited us to their house every year, to which I'm still incredibly thankful because I cannot imagine a lot of people don't invite four additional children <laughs> to their home for Thanksgiving from yeah. another family. So they yeah. get props to this day for doing this. <laughs> but the woman who had it at her house, her favorite pie was a meringue. And so they always had a meringue pie. Okay. And so that's probably the only reason. I, and I hated pumpkin pie. Hated pumpkin pie. Still hate mm-hmm. pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. And, and I would get to have lemon pie. And that's the only time they ever had lemon pie. Nice. And I don't often, I don't even make it now and have it. I have another lemon pie that's way better than I make now because I have you know different taste now as I'm older. Sure. But as a kid, like that was the pie. And the only time I got it. And it was so amazing. We went to their house and they had this big table and we played games. And and it was like one time our family was invited to yeah. somebody else's house because we're a big family. We didn't often get invited to <laughs> other people's houses. Yeah. So. Yeah, And we didn't have family that was close by that we went to their house. So it was a big deal that we got to go Thanksgiving at their house, I think. That's funny. Yeah. Well, because my family is Italian. Wow. Just, like Thanksgiving and Christmas involve lasagna. So everyone's like, you have lasagna? Like my, my husband's not Italian. So he's like, wait, what's happening here? Why are we having lasagna? Like, yes. that's, that's like the first course. That's and then we, we will do like the turkey and ham and all that stuff. But we have lasagna. to do lasagna. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I went home for Christmas one year when I dated somebody and that's what his, it was all like Italian food. And I'm like, where's 
other stuff. You stay up and you watch mass on TV at midnight. It's okay. This is different. This isn't okay. I reckon. Yeah. And then everyone doesn't wake up for gifts. Everyone sleeps in because they stayed up late. And Christmas. <laughs> yes. It's, it's so fun though to spend it with different people and the different traditions that come with the holidays. It's so interesting. I love that. I love hearing how other people celebrate and what are their traditions. Yes. Like I think that's I think that's a really cool thing. Yes, part of the yeah. fun. Part of the fun. Yeah. Yes, we can talk about this all day though. I know. So, I know. Yes. So let's get to the self-care part. So what do you do for self-care, Mara? What do you do to take care of yourself and bring joy into your life? Okay. I am getting back into journaling. So I feel like journaling for me is a really good way to like spend time with me. And I am a big fan of taking baths. So yeah, I feel like when I'm in the bath, that's just so relaxing and I feel like lots of ideas come in there I don't know if it's like mm-hmm. water or like because you're relaxed so bath and journaling and then spending time with good fr- girlfriends right where you can just yes. like laugh your heads off and be silly and that kind yes. of stuff is important yes yeah. especially we kind of got out of the habit of that so it's good to get back in the habit of that so yeah that's important yes yeah. yes yeah. up your bath game with candles yeah candles yeah. and bath is just like a whole different my current bath setup and my current place that the house we're in doesn't have like a place for my candles and I miss my candles yeah all the difference I actually had like in one of my places I actually had sconces and in the bathtub so I get sconces with candles oh nice that's different but yes bath that's a that's a good one yeah good stuff yeah yeah so for all of our guests we actually offer you a coloring book because at the Grit Show, we have the Color of Grit as our series of coloring books. And so we offer our guests to thank you for coming to share your wonderful knowledge with us. We offer you either. We have two of them out now. We have the Vintage Mermaid and Magnificent Ocean. And we have You've Got This, which is inspirational quotes. So which one can I send you a copy of? Ooh, I like the idea of the Vintage Mermaid. Let's do that. We're just talking about the bath. Like, let's do vintage. We got the ocean. We got the water. (laughs) It's great. Awesome. So I will, because you're in Canada, I get to send you a digital copy of it. I will send you a copy of that just for you. And that way you can even print it and share. Yes. Thank you. I might share that with you. You are very welcome. I'm excited to hear what you think of it. So yeah. Add that to your self-care routine because we definitely encourage self-care here at The Great Show. So good stuff. And so what do we think that we should tell people to to walk away with, I think the concept to walk away with is this concept of, tell me your slogan, because your slogan is a perfectly. Less perfection, more connection. I love it. Less perfection, more. So as you're going through this holiday season and having people over for Hanukkah, having people over just for dinner, having people over for brunch, having them over for Christmas, whatever it might be, New Year's, et cetera. That's your goal. Is yeah. Less perfection, more connection. That's your goal. And some simple ways for you to think about doing that. I think the outsourcing, I think, is the biggest thing, whether that's outsource, yeah. Utilizing and, your kids. <laughs> yeah. Family, friends. Family, friends. And I would include, like, in my to-do list, I yes. always include some self-care for me. So in that to-do nice. list, even if you're just carving it, just write down that you're going to, like, shower and do your hair or whatever. Yes. Make time for it because... Like I've said before, we've all fallen victim to like, oh my God, I'm still doing my makeup and people are at the door and I'm not ready, right? Yes, so I've actually that. not done my hair and makeup or yes. I'm ready and people are at the door. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. we'll, go with, we'll, <laughs> go with, we'll go with connection and not perfection on me, but I'm less happy in the pictures. Yeah, I didn't get ready. 
to prioritize you. So outsource so that you can take care of you. Put somebody else in charge of the stirring and answering the door so you can get ready or get ready first. Yes. And do less stuff because people aren't going to care that the deviled eggs aren't like squeezed (laughs) and perfect shaped, you know, like just scoop them in there and get the shower. Like, you know. Right, right. Right. Cut you corners can light the candles and like do that after. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cut corners yeah. where you need to so that you can actually enjoy doing that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I love that idea, too, of like realizing that you don't have to to make it all do it all. Like people give yourself a break. May not remember what you made or didn't make anyway. So. No. Nope. Yes. Yes. Make stuff. If, if it's important, I love to make things. So usually like I, I will too. make the dessert from scratch because I love making desserts. So I'll make the dessert from scratch and that will be my thing that I make from scratch. And then everything mm-hmm. else, I might do Costco instead of yes. <laughs> mustard. But I might go to Costco like, and just grab something easy to grow. Grab a bag of salad that's like already done, right? Drop yes. some nuts and throw some craisins in it. And like, ta-da, there's like your salad. Like just make it easy. Make it easy. Make it easy. Yeah. There used to be like this Hawaiian chicken that I would just buy. It would have the sauce and just heat it up and yeah. come over or the cold pork and add barbecue and just cut the yeah. in half. And there's your sandwich awesome. for the, the outside. Yeah. Potluck stuff. Yes. Make it easy. And yes, potluck, potluck, especially if you're hosting Christmas dinner or a Hanukkah dinner or other dinner, tell people what to bring and have them bring it. They can stop at the the local restaurant and pick up if they aren't. There's no getting off. There's too many times I hear that like, you know, oh, well, that person doesn't cook. Great. Great. You can give them a recommendation of where they can stop and pick something up. (laughs) That can still happen. They can get the bread. They can get the salad that's already pre-made. Pick up some cupcakes. Go to the bakery. Get some cupcakes or some cookies or something. Yeah. Yeah. They can still contribute. So that still works. I like like that plan. Excellent. That's wonderful. And where can, so let's tell people the website and the best way to reach you on website and Instagram and then probably your YouTube channel too. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, so the website is joyfulhostess.com and Instagram, same handle, joyfulhostess. So we can chat there on Instagram. Like that's kind of like more social. That's like where we connected to. That is where we connected. You guys, you need on Instagram. She has the best picture of her kissing a pineapple. I love it. It's so cute. And like with the hospitality and, and is that, cause I know that's like in in the South, that's the hospitality is the pineapple. Is it the same thing in Canada? Yeah. 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 It's a symbol of hospitality. Yeah. Which is why it's our logo. And that's my reason. I love like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then YouTube has more longer form videos. It's a little bit more like instructional and yeah, it's just got more info, right? Like Instagram's hard to like kind of yeah. put all the information in there. So yes. there's definitely more on YouTube and there's different stuff on YouTube than there is on Instagram. Awesome. So follow her on Instagram so you'll be reminded and then go check out her website and okay. get that information so that you guys can kind of get some inspiration. And then that class too, I think that's great. And even if you yeah. see somebody who just moved into their house and good gift, good housewarming gift, I think that's a great idea. So... This has been so this has been so fun. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. A great topic for us as we enter the holidays for people to have a little bit of joy to add that and a little less perfection, a little more connection with our hostess. It's a great thing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here as part of our audience today. If you're interested in checking out our coloring books, after all, it is the holidays. All you need to do is Google the color of grit and they should pop up. You can definitely find them on Amazon. You can also get sample pages off of our website, thegritshow.com. 
Don't forget, you are the only one of you that this world has got. That means something. We'll be here again next Tuesday. I hope you are too.